There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's BudPod. One, two, five. One, two, five. Nice number, one, two, five. I was uh, just thinking that. Because it's a quarter of 500. Ooh, and it's yeah. and it's just any any multiple of twenty five. It's it's a nice neat number yeah. you could take home to mother. It really is. It's it's got good manners. It's going to call her ma'am. <laughs> You'd love to bring twenty five home to mum. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, one two five. You, neat, polite. You can slot it away. It's a square number, and it's. A quarter of a hundred. It's just lovely. It it it's like the number equivalent of when you watch one of those um, sort of satisfying gifs on the internet, when someone slides a joint of wood into another joint of wood, and you can't see the join. Mmm, that's it. Lovely, smooth. You know what I've been meaning to do for ages, but I've never remembered to do in the moment. Wash. Is... <laughs> <laughs> is to have a shower, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, is to say when um when I I'm spent either two hundred and fifty or like twenty five pounds on something, instead of saying twenty five pounds, I will tell people, I'll say, guess how much it costs, and they'll guess, and I'll go a quarter of a hundred pounds. <laughs> uh, that's nice. Because I don't know why we we only use a quarter and a half for million. It's yeah. only a million that we use quarters. A quarter of a million. No, you don't say. You don't even say a quarter of a billion. You only say a quarter of a million. Yeah, you wouldn't. So I'm gonna. St- yeah, you wouldn't say a cool quarter billion pounds. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe because I'm like, oh, how much is how much was the flight? A quarter of a thousand pounds. <laughs> do you do you think it's because? Um, so in the case of a quarter of a billion. That's all, almost always being said in a circumstance where you want to emphasize the number. Yep. So yep. you want to be able to go uh, uh, two. What's a quarter of what? Two hundred fifty million is a quarter of a billion now. Yeah. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. You're right. Because you that sounds it. more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds more impressive than a quarter of a billion. Yeah. It's it's more sort of game show like, whereas. Yeah, I guess um, a quarter of a thousand pounds is very, very, is very funny. <laughs> I think that's the funniest one. I think it's, I think it's funnier than a quarter of a hundred. Yeah, a quarter a of qu- a thousand. Because it's, it's quite big, but it's not, it's not big enough for you to make a huge deal out of it. Also, a contextually, when you say thousand. that to fuck with someone, it's something that they do expect to cost in at least in the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, an yeah, airplane exactly. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter of a thousand pounds. A quarter of a thousand pounds. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know why. It's just funny. It's <laughs> it's quite funny when you read um if you read like an old old novel and they're talking about like corruption or like someone being bribed or 
whatever. And it is it is funny when sometimes they're like, and he did it all for ten pounds. <laughs> and you have to remind yourself like okay no wait 10 pounds is like a year's wages or whatever yeah and you go okay 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 but it's still on the page it looks fucking ridiculous i mean in australia they had the, the 10 pound poms the big influx of new british immigrants oh, in yeah. was it uh the late 20th century what? and it just cost they, they were just like come to australia build a whole life we'll give you a house and a job uh just pay 10 pounds only that the, was it wasn't it just yeah, they paid ten pounds, started a new life in Australia. A pro-immigration Australia. <laughs> a pro specifically white British people immigration Australia. A very selectively pro-immigration Australia. <laughs> More like corporate headhunting than anything else. It's in and now the corollary is happening with sort of post Brexit Britain where they're like, We're going to open up the Commonwealth again. To be a, a citizen of the Commonwealth is to be a citizen of Britain. Whether you're from New Zealand, Canada, or Australia, you're British. <laughs> and everyone's like, Okay, I think there are a few more there are a few more Commonwealth whether you're from Australia, New Zealand, or Canada no matter where you're from, from those three countries, you are going to f- be British now. <laughs> it's very funny. Whether you're from Botswana, Lesotho, or Mozambique, we can't wait to welcome you. Um, good piece of trivia. Mozambique is the only country in the Commonwealth that wasn't a British uh, possession. It was Portuguese. Yes. It's the only one that's opted into the Commonwealth, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. In like the 70s. They made their choice. Yeah. They made their choice. Yeah, I would just... Thank you. Thank you for flying with British Empire. (laughs) Obrigado. (laughs) I would love... Love! To see uh, Nigel Farage or, or, or Pretty Patel... Well, actually, she could kind of do it maybe a bit more sincerely because her parents are from Uganda, aren't they? Um, oh, are they Ugandan Indian? Yeah. Indian? Yeah, I'm pretty Ugandan sure. Indian. Whereas Farage, I would just love Farage to be like, not just like Botswana or Lesotho or whatever, but in the Commonwealth, but like really specific like African tribes he's particularly fond of. Wait, so Pretty Patel is also... Because in the last episode we were talking about how Pretty Patel had nothing on, was it the Dutch? The da- uh, Danish oh. um, guy, yeah. The Danish guy. But if she is descended from Ugandan Indians, and she's likely descended from refugees as well. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know if they were officially refugees. Uh. Um, but no, she's, it's, it's, it's more just that, like, um, I think I think Ethiopia has more currency in the bleeding heart world than the uh-huh. than the Uganda. Oh stuff. yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's find out. Pretty Patel. Um, God, her Wikipedia profile picture is the most evil smirk. I mean, I know we've discussed the smirk many times, but fucking hell. Pretty Patel Wikipedia. Yeah, look at it. Ugandan Indian family. Yeah. Her paternal grandparents were born in Gujarat, in India, uh, moved to Uganda, ran a convenience store in Kampala, 
And in the 60s, they immigrated to the UK. Okay, so it doesn't say that they were... I think Pretty Patel is quite good looking. Is that bad? No, I've heard it said, Phil. I've heard it said on the grapevine. Yeah, I think I think she's very good looking. I I I, I, I guess this speaks to my and you're familiar with this lifelong weakness <laughs> for very mean brunettes, and you don't get much meaner. <laughs> this is um, <laughs> she because because you yourself are an immigrant, Phil. This is like um, Pretty Patel. If you tried to like go out with her, that's the closest you'd come to being that German guy who met up with the cannibal so he could be eaten. <laughs> You'd be like, well, she might deport me, but it's worth it. (laughs) The thrill of the chase. She's chasing me out the country. (laughs) To the docks. That's funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she really does have a a, a proper Harry Potter killer smirk. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think you muster up that smirk? Do you think it's her only smile, or do you think she knows that it's like it's time to turn on the smirk? I th- I think it's her only smile. I think that's just a smile. People, people. I think in order for her to, in- to be intentionally doing that smirk requires a greater sense of humor than she's capable of. Surely. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it requires such a sense of irony and sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> to smirk the way she does. I think those are the scariest um, types of, of politician, especially right-wing, almost, almost always right-wing politician, where, where it's so much of a game to them that they're like, oh, I, I'm, I, now I just have to pretend to be this evil guy, and then you pretend to not be the evil guy, and then I'll, we'll go for drinks after. Ye- you know, where, Wait, it's, say that again? where, it's, where it's like, um, it's just a big game of politics, a big bit of fun. Like... Uh, when you read about uh, Boris yeah. Johnson saying to David Cameron, oh, well, I'll head up Vote Leave, and then obviously Vote Leave will lose, and then you'll be the Prime Minister, and then because I was in charge of Vote Leave, I'll be the next Prime Minister. Well, it's like, I was, yeah, I always hear about sort of like a show like Question Time, or Have I Got News For You, or whatever. Yeah. They'll go on the program, and there's like a Tory and a Labour person, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. And the Tory afterwards will always be like, oh, that was good fun. <laughs> See you next time. Oh, you almost got me there. You almost... And the Labour person will just be like, cold with fury. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing, is that it does seem to be, um, at least in the UK, a, a right-wing thing, that, that detachment. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um... It's all a bit more of a game. Maybe it's why they win all the time, because people can sense that they're yeah. just, like, detached a bit. They're just kind of like, well, you know. <laughs> well, they can sort of apply game theory to it. They can strategize, because they can see the game of it. And they don't get consumed by, you know, moralistic or ethical <laughs> obsessions. It is funny, because it is such a, like... <laughs> Such a sort of like blah, ba- ba- really basic Disney villain logic. Like you were blinded by love. <laughs> yeah, but what Disney misses out are what Disney misses out is that that works. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just Cap- Captain Hook surrounded by the skeletons of flying boys. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's all too easy to imagine these guys being like. For all your empathy, there's one thing you could never understand. And that's how to win. 
Um, what what was the th- what were the three African countries you named earlier? Uh, Botswana, Lesotho, and uh, Mozambique. Why those? Um, Botswana borders South Africa. Lesotho is in South Africa. Mozambique borders South Africa. Oh, are they quite white African nations? No, no. I was making the opposite point. Oh, I see. I see. I see. As in, I'd, how much? But, yeah. How much I'd love it for them to just be like, pick these three like, absolutely almost random. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Former Commonwealth members. I'd be like, what? Like, just to see the reaction in the press. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that'll make up the shortfall of, uh, <laughs> of European trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just to see loads and loads of, like, former UKIP members and local councillors through gritted teeth having to go, thank God we don't have those Polish people anymore. We've got all these Ugandans now. <laughs> Thank God for the the Sutu speaking people of Lesotho, just to see them have to justify it out loud because they've finally got what they wanted, which is non EU controlled immigration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am double jabbed, Pierre. You've been double double jade. Yeah, I've been double jade. I've 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 got the J in me. You've got the J. I've, double jib jabs. I've got jib jabs. I'm I'm jab of the hut over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why has no one else said this? Either? I'm full on jab of the hut at the moment. You're a you're you're a member of the the house of Jabsburg. <laughs> the Jabsburgs. The Jabsburgs. How did it feel? When did you get it jabby jabbed into you? On Friday, I did like one of them walk-up ones. Ooh. It was so fast. Ooh. Yeah, I just went to a nearby sports leisure center. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Got, got jibber-jabbed, got jabber the hut. I didn't quit that jibber-jabber. <laughs> I joined it. <laughs> I would love uh, uh, the U.S. getting desperate enough to try and make people take the vaccine that they get Mr. T involved. Wait, is he dead? <laughs> No, he can't be. Can he? I don't think he is. Have you got Have you got the Mandela effect about Mr. T? I just got a sudden wave of fear that Mr. T was dead, as if there was a great disturbance in the force. I don't think he is. He's alive. Mm -hmm. Chill out, everyone. Mm -hmm. He's sixty-nine, the sexiest age. Ah, lovely, nice, 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 nice. I pity, I pity, I pity the, the fool, fool who doesn't, who doesn't get jabbed. <laughs> I was going to say, I pity the fool who doesn't receive oral pleasure while they give it. <laughs> Jabbing his bejeweled hand into your chest as he says it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, I, um, I'm a double Pfizer boy. Ooh. Double Pfizer. Any side effects? Any illness? Uh, both times, just a really sore shoulder that woke me up in the middle of the night. Uh huh. Um, but nothing else. I feel a bit knock today, but that could literally be anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, that could be the 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 armpit swamp heat. That could just be me living life, <laughs> living my life. Yeah. That is the problem I had with like um, when I when I did have you know a mild form of long COVID. It was also like, 
oh, it can also make you feel tired and useless. And you're like, well, that's not, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm always, I'm always tired. You know how the, you know, the, you know how the Hulk says, uh, Eric Banner in the first Avengers movie, he was like, when he turns into the Hulk for the big final oh, battle, yeah. he's like, what, doesn't someone say, but don't you need to get angry? And he goes, I'm always angry. Yeah, and he goes, he said, that's, that's my secret. That's his secret. That's my secret. Um, I'm always angry. I'm always angry. That's Me, I say, in that voice, I say, I'm always sleepy. And then, I'm just always <laughs> sleepy. And I go, and I fall asleep. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you, you tense up and then immediately drop to the floor. <laughs> Yeah, and all my clothes are ripped off for some reason, except my pants. <laughs> all your clothes are ripped off, except so there's like pajamas underneath now. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so I, um, I, uh, oh gosh, I was speaking to someone yesterday, a friend who got COVID, like original COVID, really, really badly. Ooh. I think I mentioned him before. He 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 had such a strong immune response. Well, he got it so bad that he ended up donating his plasma oh, to the NHS. Yes, 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 yes. Because they wanted to study his insane immune response because he got it so bad. But he was saying yesterday that he got it so bad that while he was in hospital, he started... He was um, hallucinating that he was in the Syrian war. Ooh. And he was running, he'd get run out of bed to his brother who was staying with him and say, we need to get out of here, get in the car. He, he thought he was with Medicine Sans Frontier in, in Syria. Oh my God. Mm. And I was like, that's a pretty arrogant hallucination <laughs> to have. <laughs> He's not a doctor. That's important to know. That's very good to know that he's not a doctor because I was thinking, wow, he was hallucinating similar to his life. Nope, not a doctor at all. He's just like a birthday clown or something. Uh, I was I was hallucinating that the mafia wanted to kill me for being so rich and having such a large penis. I was terrified. Uh, but I'll never know the joys of such hallucinations because I'm jabbed up to the nines. That's right. That's right. The only way that you could ever know the joys of those hallucinations is if some kind of mega variant was created by combining all the variants like a Power Rangers uh, Megazord robot. But I'm sure that's not going to happen at the start of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go and cough on all my friends again down at the old cough park. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, I feel, um, pretty, um, no, I don't, I don't feel invincible at all because I've still got a couple of weeks, although yeah. I feel good because I did it at the eight week mark. The sweet spot. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be the sweet spot now, at least for Pfizer. Yeah. It's a sweet spot. No word on the eight Moderna weeks. sweet spot, but I'm, uh, my, my second, uh, jibber jabber is in 10 days. I always forget your Moderna. I know. It's... And it was funny enough. It's it's the IB of vaccinations, <laughs> and you also did the IB. I just can't be pinned down, Phil. <laughs> I've always got to be special. Got to have this little unique thing that I say. <laughs> Lifetime hipster uh, award. Thank you. Uh, 
Um, yeah, that's... I, I don't know when the sweet spot is for Moderna. I, I'm hoping that... Um, I don't get any second jab symptoms. Um, the thing that annoyed me about the long COVID stuff is that a lot of the symptoms are just like... Possible symptoms of long COVID include eyelashes and waking up. <laughs> what? Just like, like they're just there's, there's like f- hundreds of symptoms, and some of them are just what it's like to be alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just sort of covering your ass, kind of thing. You yeah. might feel hungry a couple of times a day. <laughs> uh, you must make sure to eat. <laughs> yeah, eating is very important to being able to live through this particular condition. Yeah. You think? Oh, that's you. You will feel sleepy once a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lack of a sudden lack of daylight will <laughs> will make it hard will, will impair your vision. It'll impair your lack vision. Lack of light might impair your vision. <laughs> yeah, it's very um will I still play the piano anymore well I couldn't before. Yeah. <laughs> um whereas I'm quite fortunate yeah. in the sense that my long covid took the form of a tangibly fucked up sense of taste. Yeah, but that that I guess offsets some of your lockdown um, weight gain. Do you reckon, or no noticeable? I don't know. Benefit. I mean, it's well. So the taste is all back now. Maybe that's how I put all the uh, the weight on. Mm. It's like embracing mm. embracing an old lover. <laughs> taste, my oldest friend. <laughs> Get in my yeah. mouth! Just, I've got to retaste everything. Maybe that's what what that's what did it. I stand by the tweet I did today about the average. The, the, the you see that story about the average weight gain in lockdown? Oh yeah, it was something like three kg. Yeah, it was three kilos, half a stone. It's rookie numbers. <laughs> do you know how? Have you? Do you know how many kgs you went up? Oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went up, Christ, like. I mean, at, le- at least 14, 15. Really? Yeah. 14, 15 kilograms? Yeah, like two... Kilograms? Kilograms, yeah. Like two, three stone, definitely. Whoa. Maybe as okay, many as three yeah. stone, yeah. Two, two and a half. No, that's serious. I don't know how I did it. And also, what's weird is that the last time I was this fat, which was like 10 years ago, I looked fat, and I, don't, I didn't look yeah, as fat this time. you don't look... You don't look fat this time. But how is that happening? Maybe it's all inside your bones. I think it's. I think Maybe it's just. It's in your organs. I think it is. I think it is. I think it's genuinely like you, if you cut me in half, I'd be like a big salami. <laughs> or like a, a burrata, you know, when you those cheese balls and you you slice it. Oh, this looks solid. And you slice it over, and all this gloop comes out. That's it exactly. And then if I had surgery, that's what it would look like. <laughs> and all the surgeons would be like, "Ooh!" and they'd get like meze. <laughs> they'd be dipping pitters. Dip they'd be they'd be <laughs> dipping pitters in my my body cavity. Gross. That is gross. Lovely. Delicious. I think, delicious. Do you think it would be delicious human fat? Well, I mean, sort of no fat is sort of delicious just on its own, like that, right? I guess. I think that there are some fats that are gross. I think fish fat is gross. Fish fat is... I, I once, as a kid, almost... Well, I, not almost. I accidentally put some fish fat in my mouth and started <laughs> chewing it. And it was the, the worst taste in my life. To this day, yeah. I've not tasted anything worse. 
and I tasted some pretty gnarly shit. Not, I've had cockroaches. Yeah. They were like caviar compared to fish fat. Like, I was like, bah, bah, I almost threw, I almost threw up instantly, like instantly. Like some kind of Dis- awful medical reaction. Yeah. Oof. Was it raw yeah, or cooked or what fish? I think it was a bit cooked. I don't know, just normal fish. I can't remember. Yeah. Just some normal fish. That could be part of your hatred of baked salmon. I yeah maybe it, it's it's that sort of cream that white kind of salmon jizz that forms on a baked salmon yeah. I just bleh, ugh, horrible yeah it's like the 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 horrible white stuff that that people sometimes don't bother scraping off the top of the bacon oh yeah yeah bacon white ba- what's what is up with bacon white what is that <laughs> I don't know but I'm liking the term bacon white. <laughs> For the living room, Diane and I were thinking bacon white. <laughs> it's warm, isn't it? It's a warm color. It's a warm white. It's it's not it's not bright. It's not bright. It's but it's like it's homely. <laughs> yeah, bacon white's horrible. Um, the salmon juice is awful. Uh, yeah, and you know the other food. So sa- baked salmon is the only food I don't like. And uh, then I realized I also really don't like feta. Feta? Feta. It, it, it's not as bad as baked salmon, but if you put feta in something, I, yeah, I, I will probably pick it out. It's the one thing I might pick out. Really? Or food. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that that crumbly kind of... I don't like it. It's like it doesn't know what it is. Right. It's a sort of a, a cheese from the in-between world. Yeah. It's a cheese from the upside down. <laughs> It just, it's like a ghost of a cheese, what's, you know? What's that fucking creature from Stranger Things that they worried about? Oh, I can't remember now. The fucking Rumblenort or whatever. The, the Scordigon. The Scordigon. Oh. The Radagon. Um, the Dagabomb. The, da- <laughs> the, the Gorgonon? The Gorgonabubula. The Gorgonudi. <laughs> <laughs> the Gorgathon, yeah. Stranger Things monster. This is going to annoy me. <laughs> no, these are all new ones. Demo, demo, demogorgon, demo, demogorgon, 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 demogorgon. The demogorgon. That's right. So feta cheese is the sort of thing a demogorgon would eat. Mm, it's it's cheese you would make from the teeth of a demogorgon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I, I accept that feta cheese is a bit um, a bit smegma like. That's it. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, it's like it's come. Yeah, it's like it's been collected from under someone's foreskin. That's what I don't like about it. It is so smegma like. Yeah. I I don't. Has that ruined it for me? We'll see. <laughs> And I just don't think that... I think it's like the taste is just kind of like salty and wet. It is one of those cheeses that can often come in a sort of bag of its own wet. Yeah, and you don't you don't like wet more than anyone. True, but then the cheese itself is almost uncompromisingly dry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's done that. Yeah, what scared the wet out of that goddamn smeg cheese? <laughs> the Demogorgon blood. You scared the wet out of me. 
Yeah, that, that's a nice way of saying I pissed my pants. It scared the wet out of me. <laughs> it's the way a sort of goblin who hasn't quite grasped the English language would say it in a film. Something quite horribly immature about it. You scared, scared the, the wet, wet out of me, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like something Dobby would I was about say. to say, Dobby's pissed his pants. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I can confidently say that there, in terms of the Harry Potter movies, there has never been a character that had done so little to earn a dramatic, on-screen, sad, slow death than that fucking 3D elf. Yeah, I, I never got on board with all that... I don't even know how many Harry Potters I saw. I think I maybe saw three of them. Dobby turns up by that point, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's all very sad in the books or whatever, but in the movie, he was so 3D and so, Mm -hmm. like, pathetic (laughs) in so many ways that I just, I found him sort of more, oh, sort of annoying. Yeah. He's the Jar Jar Binks of Harry Potter. He's (laughs) He's the Jar Jar Binks of Harry Potter. (laughs) Every franchise has a Jar Jar Binks. Every franchise has, yeah, a, a, a horrible, long-eared, 3D abomination yeah. that refers to itself in the third person. Dobby refers to himself in the third person, right? I think he does, yeah. That, that's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like um, in Too Many Cooks, schnaff. Oh, Too Many Cooks, that Adult Swim video. Yeah, yeah, they have schnarf, that sort of like cat puppet. Oh yeah, God! I haven't watched that video in so long. It's so funny, but they, like it's that sort of eighties thing of like, and a and a kind of zany pet assistant, <laughs> right? Like sort of Alf kind of thing. Yeah, Alf, Schnarf, Gloof, Blump. You know. Did you ever watch a sitcom? I loved it. It was on a Malaysian TV when I was a kid. Was it Bigfoot or like he was a? Oh, I know what you mean. Bigfoot lived with a family. Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Wasn't that it? Is that it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it is like a kind of friendly Bigfoot guy. Yeah, that's it. Gosh. Harry and the Hendersons. That was so weird. A 1987 fantasy comedy film starring John Lithgow and David Suchet. What the fuck? 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) It's higher than I would have thought. Okay, so the TV spinoff is from the movie. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my God. They adopt a Bigfoot called Harry. Interesting that they don't say the Bigfoot. Oh, do they say... Oh, yeah, I've got a friendly Sasquatch. A Bigfoot. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, oh. Trying to keep the legend... Oh, they tried to keep the legend of Bigfoot a secret. Right. It's interesting, isn't it, that they, they're trying to hedge their bets there by saying, just a Bigfoot. <laughs> God knows we don't want to get sued by the Bigfoot. Yeah, the Bigfoot estate is brutal. They don't fuck around. <laughs> you do not want to fuck with the kind of NDAs that the Bigfoot estate makes you sign. <laughs> and it's Bigfoot. It's a big estate. <laughs> it's all of... Is it Yellowstone? Where is he supposed to be? Um, yeah, Yellowstone is in, in uh, sort of Pacific Northwest, yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that. He's a uh, big Bigfoot. I like the idea that Bigfoot is the Harvey Weinstein of cryptozoology. <laughs> He's this horrible, tyrannical, evil figure, sort of forcing people you into silence. Yeah, you can't say that about Big. Do you have any idea how much trouble you're going to get into <laughs> with the Bigfoot estate if they have? Well, 
you know what? I am going to get a uh, fucking... Uh, lawyer up, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Lawyer up. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get Woody Allen's son. Ronan Farrow. I'm going to get Ronan Farrow. That's his fucking name. And yeah. he's going to blow the lid off this whole Bigfoot debacle. Forget to catch and kill. How about to catch and take a blurry photo of? <laughs> that's, that's the Bigfoot expose. That's the thing, isn't it? It's that Bigfoot has got some kind of futuristic photo-blurring technology. <laughs> that's, my, that's my spin on it. He's actually an, an, a very advanced creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got like a cloaking device. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely there's a Star Trek episode where Captain Kirk seduces and fucks Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, it was revolutionary at the time, actually. It was the first on-screen kiss between um, a white person and a Bigfoot. <laughs> they got a lot of bad press for that. They had a lot of hate mail. It's... Mainly from the Bigfoot estate. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it, that something like Star Trek was revolutionary ever? Yeah, because it really I was. Know. But it's sort of it's so mm-hmm. like uh, kind of cheesy and and parodied now that we forget how how revolutionary it was. Yeah, yeah, I kind of envy the previous generations. For you know, I feel like we don't have those moments. I mean, I guess the flip side is that we live in a less racist slash homophobic society than they did, but yeah. it was still nice to have those moments. It must have been fun. I guess, like, what, what was it? The, in the UK, the, the British equivalent was the first time in a soap opera that two men kissed and two women kissed, and then, obviously, the the son, which it would like us to forget, was, like, astonishingly homophobic about it, as were a lot of oh, national really? papers. Yeah, yeah. And that was just in, the, like, the 90s or something. yeah. You always forget yeah, how recent yeah. it is. It is, and I, I was thinking recently, you know, it's just, it's mad how, like, no one gives a shit about gay marriage anymore. It was all, yeah. it, it only became legal, like, what, 2015? Yeah, yeah, it, it had to be that recent, because it's a Cameron thing. Yeah, it was a Cameron thing, and, and like, the fury up to then, all these decades and centuries of, op- of opposition, and... Everyone who was against it would be like, "Oh, it'll be the it'll be the downfall of the traditional family." You won't hear the end of this, and it happened, and now no one no one could give a shit. Yeah, I mean, we've we we've 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 really heard the end of it. Yeah, it's quite extraordinary. It's it, and and it's quite. I find it very encouraging because it's like, oh, you might win this battle, but that doesn't mean they won't come it, come back. It might. It really might mean they never come back. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's thing. like like with with like Trump and stuff. They're like, oh, you, Trump might have lost the presidency, but his supporters are there, and they're gonna keep. They might not. They, it might really be over. Yeah, it, it's these things don't necessarily always keep going. These fights. Yeah, they might just go okay, and then they all die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happened. It kind of happened with Corbyn here. Yeah. All this fight, like, we, we, we organize. We get ready for the next thing. Nah, it's just over. No one cares anymore. Yeah, and it's over. all it's those fast. people are just tweeting, like, well, I'm going to join the Greens then, or the Northern Independence Party. And everyone just goes, okay, bye. Yeah. 
and then they do, and yeah, then so it, that's it. Yeah, I, I guess what I find encouraging about the success of uh, gay marriage is just like sometimes battles do end. Sometimes yeah. it finishes. Sometimes people, you know, society actually does move on. It decide it makes a decision about something and moves on. I mean, who knows if in a hundred years they rediscover a desire not to let gay people get married. I mean, society is cyclical like that sometimes, but I know it doesn't seem that way for now. It certainly didn't uh, ping back in people's face immediately, did it? Yeah. Do you know it's weird? <clears throat> the only backlash I saw outside of a few seriously right-wing Christian nutters or, you know, nutters indeed of any faith. Um, the only backlash I saw, I, I saw the most hipster take. It was uh, a an, an LGBT person that, that you and I know uh, opining that this was actually bad because it meant that gay people were now no longer sort of countercultural enough. <laughs> oh, boy. And that by being absorbed by such a, a ridiculous and outdated institution as, mar- as marriage, that was actually bad. Uh, there's some people who just, they live for the fight. And yeah. They'll find a new fight, even one that doesn't make sense. It just reminded me of that dr- that drill tweet where he's like, and the, and the man bowed his head and said, actually, that good thing is actually bad, you idiot, you fucking moron, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the wise man bowed his head. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and said, that good thing is actually bad, you idiot, you fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> I always imagine the wise man bowing his head like a character in Dragon Ball Z about to reveal why they're going to win the fight. <laughs> yeah. With that kind of like swing going across the eyes. Little glint. <laughs> Little spooky glint. Um, shall Spooky glint was a, a very good... <laughs> yes! <laughs> a very good uh, jazz double bassist. <laughs> Eerie. An eerie style. That's right, yeah. Terrified. Spooky glint, but um, <laughs> it was good stuff. Um, his walking bass lines felt they were... His walking bass lines felt like they were following you down a dark alley. Yes, dum, yes. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, that's, that's when you know you listen to Spooky Glint. <laughs> that's a Spooky Glint solo. <laughs> my, um, my nephew referred to uh, Goosebumps uh, the other day as his Spooky Bumps. <laughs> How old is he? He's 28 years old. <laughs> you set me up for an I old... Really hoping, I was really hoping you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Stuart Lee and Richard Herring if you're listening. And you might be. Hey, it might be. It might be. Um, no, he is three. <laughs> Spooky bumps. Yeah. Look at my spooky mm. bumps. Mm. I guess that makes more sense than a goose. Yeah, goosebumps. Where does a goose come in here? Why? Why is there a goose? How how well acquainted are you with a plucked goose, Tiny Tim? Mm. Well, the geese are scary. They're very violent. <laughs> Maybe that's more where it comes from. Someone finds geese so frightening and 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 otherworldly that they just get the tingles. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we we can do some light corresponding yeah let us correspond 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ring letters. Tom gets in touch. Tom, me hombre. Nice, nice. Uh, he says, howdy, buds. Um, I'm only on episode 14 or something, so I don't know if this is still going, but I want to share a normal weird thing with you. E.g., things that are weird but should be normal or are normal but should be weird. Yep, 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 yep. I remember this. Yeah, I love being reminded of these old features. Um, yes, that was a good one. Uh, so he's, he's going for smiling on your own in public. <laughs> he says should be normal is perceived as weird yeah it, it is definitely perceived as weird but it's it is unsettling even when like you're on a bus or a train or something and you see someone and they go they're just looking down at the floor and they go <laughs> and you can see they've got like ear pods in or whatever yeah and you're like well they're listening to something funny they're probably listening to a bad pod yeah but but it's still there's something in your monkey brain that just that keeps going. They're crazy. What's what's wrong with them? What have then they? They're not alright. What have they done to this train? <laughs> I got the brakes. <laughs> it's um yeah. If yeah. you smile on your own in public, you look a bit too much like the um, Elijah Woods character in Sin City. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Um, Th- that's why you have to make that halfway smile. Like when you walk past someone, you c- kind of recognize that sort of that mm, that mm, that sort of purely horizontal smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horizontal you, smile we, emoji. You just yeah, you just shove the corners of your mouth laterally into your <laughs> cheeks. Just mm, yeah, like that. Just 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 so people know that you know that you know you've got. An acquaintance with each other, but you're not going to be weird by smiling or expect to smile back. You're just like a little. I know you. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Um, you're not gonna react to them with your face like a kind of end of Lord of the Rings kind of. You're alive. <laughs> sort of creepy level of joy. <laughs> Have you seen that scene recently? Just it's fucking weird. Constant laughing. Yeah. It's so strange when Frodo's waking up in that bed and the, the, it's got like all this Vaseline kind of lighting. It's all like yeah. smudgy and bright. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, yeah. ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> ah. And then Gandalf turns in, turns up and everyone's like, 
and he just, Gandalf just goes. And everyone's like, ah, 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 ah. It's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? You almost died. If given given what I would know about Gandalf by then, if I saw him laughing, I'd fucking shit myself. <laughs> yeah, he's Gandalf the White at this point. He's very powerful. Like, imagine how much more afraid you'd be if Jesus returned to Earth, but he was absolutely pissing himself. <laughs> Maybe that's why everyone was laughing. It's like when someone power, powerful finds something funny, you have, you have to laugh along under politeness. Yeah, it's true. So maybe people will just laugh. Maybe Frodo and the other hobbits just laughing along with Gandalf because they were terrified. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very funny, isn't it, Gandalf? What's he laughing at? I don't know. <laughs> just, but don't piss him off. Just laugh. <laughs> yes. You, yes, we almost, we almost died in, in Mordor. Have you seen the fucking... Yeah, no, it's funny. The glowing... The blurriness? Just laugh. So Tom, Tom says, and it should be normal, but is perceived as weird. Why should one hideth his emotions simply because one is in the public eye, judgmental and unblinking? Yeah. I want to stroll freely amongst my fellow men or women and allow all emotions to grace my wind and cold battered face for one rare painless second of existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's a British thing too, I think. Yeah, it's a Northern Europe thing. Yeah. I remember uh, you saying someone emailed you about how they were no longer able to listen to you in public due to laughing, fits of laughter being provoked, amen, and oh, how I identify. That's very nice. Mm. Um, mm. Cheers. Tom in Bristol, where Banksy was made and Colston unmade. Ah. Mm. Interesting. Very nice. Um, well, you know, you've never never seen Banksy and Edward Colston in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> there have been no new Banksies since they took down that racist statue. <laughs> Who knew that a haunted statue of a racist would secretly be good at graffiti? <laughs> Who knew that a, a hundreds of years old slave owner would have the kind of genius satirical mind to come up with, um, it's a policeman and he's got a gun, but the gun is a flower. <laughs> It's the Houses of Parliament, but they're all chimps, because it's a bit like that sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's Donald Trump, but he's a, he's a baby. <laughs> and he's in a nappy, and he's in a pram. And the pram is being pushed by the Grim Reaper. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> How terrified would you be if, like, the next Banksy that came up was, like, a Banksy version of the Bud Pod logo? That'd be amazing. That'd be so great. I'd be like, Banksy's out to get us. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I did think the shredding thing was cool, to be fair. That'd be quite a cool... The shredding thing. Oh, yeah, the the shredding paint, the shredded painting of his. Yeah, but you know it automatically shredded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shredder was built into the frame. Yeah, no one knew it was even there. It's amazing. It was very cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I know someone who who works at that um, uh, that uh, auction auction house, and there were like, people just freaking out. They had no idea. But then, the shredded piece, which only started shredding once someone had bought it, like leapt in value the second <laughs> it was shredded. Yeah, yeah, what a gift. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Tom, uh, Tom says, P.S. I forgot something. Did you know that a bud pod is a little perspex uh, box used to display weed varieties in shops uh, in countries where marijuana is sold legally? Ah, yes, we, we, we've always been aware we, our name is marijuana adjacent. Mm-hmm. And we've but not, not not so specific. Not yeah, never known so specifically. Yeah, and we don't and we don't mind because I think I think marijuana enthusiasts would enjoy this podcast. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they'd resent it. No, it's pretty trippy, dudes. <laughs> They're talking about Whoa. poop. <laughs> they talk about poop and like science and stuff. <laughs> imagine 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 being such a bitter person that you make a resentful stoner. <laughs> How rare that is. I don't even like weed anyway. I don't know why I smoke it. <laughs> oh now I'm hungry, God. <laughs> oh, um Hugo gets in touch. Hugo, now you go and tell us about yourself. Nice. Uh, he says, hi, P and cock. P and cock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, peacock. Oh, of course. I accepted it. I guess. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm, he says uh, coolest uncool. I'm still in 2019. We got some old features stuff happening here. Ah. People have been asking stuff. for coolest uncool to come back, which is a pretty cool uncool thing to do. <laughs> um. Hugo says, I'm currently listening to episode 16 on the same day episode 101 is released. God, we're out of date. <laughs> okay, gosh. Um, I'm working hard and I'm determined to catch up, so are we, without cheating <laughs> and skipping any. Anyways, I have an uncool cool thing for you both. Cocktail makers who don't work at a cocktail bar. Yeah, that is suspicious. Yeah. They are obviously cool because they can throw shaker cups over their shoulders and make drinks that don't taste like poison, but they spend so much time perfecting their craft that they can't bear anybody at a party not witnessing their miracles. Oh gosh, does this happen much? I don't think I've seen this. Someone at... So, I've like, seen... I've, someone just turning up at a party and... To be fair, I've seen people whipping out cocktail skills at a party, but on more on request. Okay, that's all right. Also, cocktails in general are far less cool than a whiskey since men can't enjoy sugar. All the best and keep Jack blacking it. <laughs> it's true. That's yeah, true. Men can't enjoy sugar. It's true. Um, you know what's the big drink in America right now? Uh, what's the big drink in America right now? Is it freedom? <laughs> yeah, it's always freedom. Yeah. But um, also hard seltzer. Oh, is it White Claw? White Claw. Yeah, that's all Americans are talking about. I've right seen now. the ad on, on the on the tube for White Claw now. It's coming over. Are they trying? Are they trying to? Yeah, I think I actually saw it in a menu somewhere yesterday. It was like hard seltzer. It's like, excuse me. I, I it's sometimes I become like this tweed wearing, <laughs> like British bulldog kind of Nigel Farage type. <laughs> yeah. And I, when I saw hard seltzer on the menu in London, I was like, um, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, that's not for here. Thank you very much. <laughs> we have flat, warm, bitter ale. Yes. All right. And we might have a whiskey and soda, but it'll also be warm. It will also be... That's right. A hard seltzer. Seltzer? <laughs> you, you, seltzer. You mean fizzy water. 
Seltzer, are you, water. are you Groucho Marx? <laughs> Just comedically spray me in the face with a 1920s-style seltzer dispenser. I didn't that's all, think so. That's why I always imag- imagine when I hear seltzer. Yeah, it sounds like a comedy prop. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or it sounds like a kind of like sort of um, early, early um, uh, uh, sort of Jewish c- comedy slang, like, like from the Catskill mountain ranges. Yeah. Like, like how shtick is, you know, your material and, and schwitzing is sweating or whatever. It'd be like a, mm. a seltzer. It just sounds just Germanic enough to, to be that sort of American New York Jewish culture stuff. And I do associate it with sort of slapstick, American slapstick. Yeah, it's very, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Fucking, um, Spaceballs and, um, Blazing Saddles. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. The word seltzer, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but no, no, White Claw is going to come here now. And as a man who likes to drink, who's also trying to be less shaped like a uh, big old pint, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to take advantage when I see it, I'm afraid. Yeah. 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 Unless it's overpriced as some kind of exotic thing, which it's not. It's just nonsense in a can, but whatever. I mean, it's literally just like pure alcohol and soda water. That's literally it. With a mild, mild flavoring. Mild flavoring. Like when flavored water smells like they've they've, they've fired a thousand gallons of it through one strawberry. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Oh, I I hate fizzy drinks where it's like... It says on the front, like, lemon or, like, melon. It's like, ooh, I'll have a melon drink. And you drink it, and it's like, a whisper of melon. <laughs> yeah, it's like if a melon squatted over the vat and went... <laughs> <laughs> you go, there you go, that's all the melon flavouring you get. Yeah, a, a melon thought of this drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a melon drove past. Um, and a quick bit of correspondence from Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. I miss Jenny. That's right. That's all I can think of. I miss Jenny. Uh, Jenny says, hello, lovely poo boys. Hello, Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Um, I had a conversation with my boyfriend recently where I told him that as a teenager, I thought motorbikes were cool. Who didn't? Who didn't? I um, thought Harley Davidsons were very cool when I was a teenager. I I thought like that those are always the vehicles I wanted in Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, was the big sort of Harley style bike. I was like, oh, where are they? Why aren't they spawning? They're the <laughs> coolest. I was mainly afraid of motorbikes uh, for their loudness. I just thought they were death machines because. But then I grew up on the Isle of Man with the TT races and all that. So yeah. So were you terrified once a year? Well, it would just kill people every year. Oh, right. Like people would crash into a wall and fucking explode, you know. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I don't like the smell of petrol. Ooh, maybe I think I kind of do. Like mm. petrol, mm. marker pen, Tipex while it's drying. Yeah. Love it. You're a dope head. <laughs> drug fiend. <laughs> me. Um, so she says, uh, unfortunately, Facebook overheard this and has been showing me shit like this ever since. And she's attached an image. Um, she says, It only gets worse as I now talk about Facebook showing me things about motorbikes due to one conversation. I'm trying to counteract this by saying things out loud about my imaginary pets in the hopes I'll see more cats modeling funny outfits or parrots screaming at inanimate objects. It is currently unsuccessful. 
So the image is a kind of, sort of quite good drawing of a couple on a Harley from the side. Oh, yeah. And the guy driving the Harley is a bald biker type with wraparound shades like a racist militiaman would wear. Oh, yeah. And the woman behind him is his old lady, I believe, to use Hell's Angels parlance. Oh, yeah. Is a kind of... She's wearing like a kind of... She looks like she's kind of wearing a turban. You know, like a kind of old lady turban. Um, an old lady turban. I don't think I know what that is. There's like a kind of 1920s like head turban wraps that were popular for a bit. Oh, okay. Not like okay. a turban turban. Not like some East, not like a Sikh thing. I mean, like uh, mm, like um, the fucking Doesn't... evil woman from from Cusco, uh, the Emperor's New Groove. She wears one. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of like a beehive kind of thing. No, 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 so it doesn't really extend beyond the head. It's just wrapped around the head. It's not tall at all. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, I need to know what this is called. Is it kind of like what the lady in that um, big Bertha poster, you know, the one with the lady and she's no. doing her bicep curl? No, no, no. No, no, no! It's like flapper, like twenties, like da ba da ba da ba da, you know. <laughs> um, oh god, is there a special name for it? I think it is just called a turban. No, oh, yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is the guy driving the bike is giving the viewer of the image the finger. Of course. And the caption is "Be yourself. People don't have to <laughs> like you, and you don't have to care." Why does yourself have to be an asshole? That's what I want yeah. to know. When they say be yourself, they mean yeah, feel free to be a fucking cunt. <laughs> um, she says, uh, P.S. As a founding farter, I was shocked last month when I realized I didn't really know what Pierre looked like, aside from the little podcast tile. I realized I had been picturing him wearing a hat. I googled him and was shocked to see <laughs> zero hats. <laughs> So Jenny's always imagined you <laughs> recording this podcast with a little trilby on. <laughs> if it's a trilby, I'll be fucking livid. That's a real, like, Jenny, that is a real slam you've done there. <laughs> to what be... hat would you like, Jenny, to have imagined you wearing while you recorded every episode of Bud Pop? <laughs> <laughs> at least... At, at least if it was like a cowboy hat or something, then it would be either eccentric or the explanation would be that Jenny's, you know, nuts. <laughs> Whereas I know for a fact that she's imagining like... The most insulting would, would be like a, an incel hat, you know? Yeah. Um, but also I think I it would be really I'm... weird if she was imagining me wearing like one of those like quite tight black beanies like, um, like um, Jesse wears in Breaking Bad. Yeah, that would be a yep, bizarre yep, yep. thing to imagine me wearing. A fucking like, like you have a guitar. You take a guitar to to party. Yeah, yeah, that kind of beanie. Yeah, a Sherlock Holmes hat. I don't know. A deer hunter. That'd be all right. But then why? I don't know. Why? Why? I guess. <laughs> I guess if you don't know what someone looks like, you just imagine whatever you want. Uh, devastated to learn that I sound like I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> Some people just sound like they're wearing a hat, Pierre. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, Pierre, he's a big guy. Uh, sounds like he's wearing a hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. <laughs> when I speak to people on That's the phone really and then I meet me. them, 
like I'll have a Zoom meeting, but then I meet them in real life. They go, oh, I thought you'd be wearing a hat. That's funny. That's very funny. Furious about that. A real L for me there to end the podcast on. Oh, well. <laughs> um, uh, guys, uh, I'm doing the Camden Fringe, third, uh, third to the 7th of August. Uh, oh, yeah. Go check that out. Camden Comedy Club, third to the 7th of August. I'll be... Reminding you on my mainly on my Instagram, I find it harder to promote gigs on Twitter because people don't see stuff as easily. I think it's just a flurry of gibberish these days. Um, so find me on Instagram to keep up to date with that. Third to the seventh, Camden Fringe, Edinburgh Fringe, thirteenth of August to the nineteenth at the Monkey Barrel Comedy Club. Ooh, that's a good venue. That's one of the best venues. It's a sweet, sexy venue. Um, so come, stuff. come one, come all, and also thank you to all the pub. Uh, pod, um, um, pod buds, blah, who came to see my little country mile work in progress. Um, it was nice very cool one. to see you guys, and also to any pod buds who were at the, um, oh god, what's it called, underbelly all star thing in uh, Earl's Court that was uh, last. Oh, week. nice. Yeah, nice. Um, Phil, anything uh, to plug? Um, my Netflix special. That's right. It's coming out. On the 10th of August. 10th. So set your clocks on your Netflix app. Global on. release date? Set, set your Netflix to record on the 10th of August. <laughs> um, yes, that's a, that's a global release date, yeah. Tune your dial to N for Netflix. <laughs> um, 10th of August. Wherever you are in the globe, yeah. you should be able to watch it. And also my book, Side Splitter, is coming out in September. You can pre-order now. Pre-order it. Uh, can people still buy signed copies and thereby force you to sign things? Oh, there are still signed copies available, yes. Nice. Well, do it. Make me work for it. Make yeah. them sweat, boys and girls. Make me sweat. Um, all right, thanks very much for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.